When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Second round, name that tune. Thankful edition. So far, Maitland's got two. Me, Steve, and Hot Wings each with one. Mine is a false flag. Round two. Here we go. It's an invisible point. It's got all kinds of superpowers behind it. <laughs> all right, name that tune. Songs about being thankful and having gratitude. Tune and clue number six. This song has been played during the seventh inning stretch at Baltimore Orioles home games beginning in the num- summer of 1975 and without any interruption since 1994. Denver performed it in person atop the Orioles' dugout. Oh, I just gave that away. And <laughs> game one of the 1983 World Series, and again 14 years later during a 12-8 and victory over the Detroit Tigers on September 20th, 1997, just 22 days prior to his death. Here is your tune, number Free six. Free beer. Oh. John Denver, Sunshine on My Shoulders. You've got the right guy, but the wrong song. How could I get the right guy? Yeah, I don't even know how that would happen. <laughs> Two number oh. six. We'll laugh on the phone. Kind of late, man. Thank God I'm a Country Boy by John Denver. That's right. And I'm going to restart that for free beers. Happy little heart. Well, life on the farm is kind of laid back. Ain't much an old country boy like me can't hack. It's early to rise, early in the sack. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm. And it actually says thanks, unlike the one I said. My days are all filled with an easy country charm. Thank God I'm a country boy. Give me them fiddles. Well, I got me a fine wife. I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle. And life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. Now give it to me. When the work's all done and the sun's setting low, pull out my fiddle and I rosin up the bow. The kids are asleep, so I keep it kind of low. Thank God I'm a country boy. I'd play Sally Gooden all day. You're from good, but the Lord and my wife's everyone is very good. So I'll fiddle when I can. How can one man have so little rhythm? Your, your, your inability to follow meter is really amazing. Doesn't bother me. Can you clap? At the same pace that they're clapping? Probably, but I'm not going to do it because you'll be critical no matter what. <laughs> Ask Annette if she can play this. Probably too complicated. She can rock out. <laughs> All right. Tune and clue number seven. All right. So I got that one. Definitely. You did not. At all. <laughs> I feel like I remember you getting that one, Free Beer. Yeah, he did <laughs> yeah <not>. right. <laughs> he stomped the best. Tune and clue number seven. This is one of the most popular gratitude songs out there. From the lyrics, you can see that it is a song full of love, affection, and admiration. It is dedicated to all the people we consider to be our heroes. The artist who recorded this version of the song, the most popular release, did it in 1988 for the movie Beaches, in which she starred. It appeared in a dramatic scene at the end of the film after the character played by Barbara Hershey dies. Free beer. Barbara Streisand, did you ever know you're my hero? Mm. You're on the right track, but it's the wrong title to the right song and the wrong singer to the song. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, you're almost exactly right. Even though you got both parts wrong, (laughs) 
Hot wings. <laughs> You're as close as you could be. Thank you? Hot wings. Hot wings. <laughs> Bet Midler, wind beneath my wings. That's what you meant for you, Mary. Everything you said is what I meant. I know. <laughs> we all knew. I absolutely was picturing her and singing that song. I know. Wow, that was horrific. That was amazing. <laughs> you have the... Right singer, but wrong singer. <laughs> right song, but wrong song. <laughs> that was something. Honestly, I couldn't have done that on purpose. <laughs> and I knew you knew exactly what you were talking about, too. You were content to let me shine. We had to sing this song in choir. And that part where she goes, fly, fly, and it always sounds out of tune to me, and I just hate it so much. God, you sang this in choir. Did you ever get tired from getting laid so much? Oh, my God. Hey, look, all the girls were singing it, too, so. (laughs) Not to you, nude. And they they couldn't hear us. That's enough of this one. It's yeah. just pure syrupy garbage. We had to sing that as a uh, one of our like uh, black dress nights uh, where you had to wear all black for the sorority and you had to sing it. And man, me, my best friend Taylor and my best friend Jesse could not stop laughing. <laughs> like, why are we singing this to a bunch of college girls who want to join oh, our boy. sorority? boy, especially then. It was so, so old then. Yeah. Terrible. It's like you were trying to get him to go somewhere else. <laughs> you sure you want to do this? All right. Tune and clue number eight. Name that tune. Songs about being thankful. Showing gratitude. This song is a thank you letter to fans for sticking with this band through their ups and downs. Leading up to the album's release, they were expecting many of the downs in their personal and professional lives to affect this. While they were embroiled in a lawsuit with their manager, Lou Pearlman, who pocketed millions mm. of the band's earnings, Their beloved producer, Dennis Pop, had also died of stomach cancer, and band members were grieving over the deaths of family members, and one band member was facing open-heart surgery. Through it all, the devotion of their fans helped keep their spirits up. Here is your tune, number eight. Hot Wings. Uh, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. You have the right band, the wrong song. I thought the band was Bart, Milhouse, and Nelson. Maitland. Backstreet Boys, All You People? Oh, no. Right band, wrong <laughs> song. We'll continue with tune number eight. Free beer. I'm going to say the same thing Maitland said. I think I think I forgot what you said. Backstreet Boys, all you people. Nope. Is that what you said? Steve. Backstreet Boys. Larger than life. That's right. Yeah. 
That's what open heart surgery. Brian, uh, the shorter one who could kind of sing. Did he die? Because I don't remember no, he's him. he's very much alive. Oh, wow. He's Good survived. for him. Mm-hmm. Latrell? Is that his yes. last name? Why do I know that? I don't know. Third base. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tune and clue number nine. Disillusionment, frailty, and silence are among the things and feelings this singer thanks in this song. But at the top of her list is India, where she spent time in 1997. The trip was enlightening and gave her some of the ideas for this song. Free beer. Alanis Morissette, thank you. That's right. Oh, wow. I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> Pretty great. Um, John Stamos has been doing interviews. I think he has a book coming out or has a book out. Yeah. And on one of his interviews, I don't think we played it on the air, but he talked about in the book and then in the interview when he was working on Full House and how coming from the soap opera world and everything, he had been used to um, everything needing to go very quick. And he said Bob Saget drove him crazy at first. They kind of hated each other. Because Bob would be doing D jokes and everything all the time, and they'd have to start over. And and Stamos was like, "Can't we just get through a take? Mm-hmm. Uh, stop! Turn it off!" And then they were. He talked about how over time they became great friends, and there was something that I could forget what it was that kind of brought them all together. But he talked about the day that uh, Alanis Morissette's "You Ought to Know" came out, and everybody. One day, people are talking about it on the set, and he said, "Coolier went, hey." think that song's about me <laughs> and they were like what the guy that does popeye and yeah. blow me down the guy who was a wings jersey <laughs> and, everywhere and so then coolier told him the story about how he heard it on the radio like caught part of it and then like raced to a best buy or a target bought the cd and then sat in his car and listened to it he's like oh no <laughs> and then the first time he told everybody on the set that's a what a crazy can you imagine no it's like the most I famous song in the world me. and it's really angry about the specific good in a theater thing, and then your friend, who's maybe the nerdiest friend you have, goes, I think I really hurt her feelings. That was the line. He said to, yeah. to Stamos, I think I really hurt her feelings. Oh, no. You think so? Yeah. I mean, she is screaming at you with a number yeah. one hit. I, and yeah. thank you for doing that, because I love that song. That's They're one of the greatest songs of all time. Yes. Yeah. Tuning clue and number 10 songs. Name that tune, songs to be thankful for. And showing gratitude. This band's lead singer was inspired to write this song after he and his wife visited Wales and were struck by the beauty of the area. They even wrote a poem about it, and later the lead singer made that poem into this song. The lyrics are simple and heartfelt, using metaphors to describe the feelings of the narrator. The narrator expresses a deep appreciation for the love that they have and they have received and how it has transformed their lives. So it can be seen as a love letter to his, his wife and the city of Wales. Here is your tune, number 10. Oh. Steve. Steve. Led Zeppelin, thank you. That's it. You know, we found thankful songs don't rock at all. 
sun refused to shine. This one does eventually. It does, yeah, you're right. Now that I heard the words, it's a build-up. When mountains crumble to the sea, there will still be you and me. Incidentally, Wales is a country, not a city. <laughs> but I get the idea. I did say city, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. I don't. I don't know if you did the first time, but at the end. Yeah. yeah. Little drops of rain, whisper of the pain, tears of love lost in the days gone by. It's right. a fine song. I stand corrected. You got one more? I got two more. Oh! We can do real quick. Yeah, let's do them quick. Tune and clue number 11. This song comes from the artist's Thankful album. It was her debut single and one of her most popular songs after she had her big win on American Idol. The song has become a real hit and has been sung by a number of competitors in all kinds of singing contests. Here is your tune number 11. What if I told you it was all meant to be? Would you believe me? Oh, Would you agree? Know who it is? Yeah. It's almost that feeling. It's Taylor Hicks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Old Vice. So tell me that you don't think I'm crazy when I tell you love has come here and now. A oh, moment um, like this. Maitland. Maitland. Kelly Clarkson, a moment like this. That's it, girl. Yeah. Don't yeah. keep away in a lifetime for a moment like this. Some people search forever for that one special kiss. There you go. All right, one more quick. All right, tune and clue number 12. This song was written by this band's bassist, and it's about his wife, a former trainee teacher from Sheffield, and turned out to be an enduring hit for the band. The song expresses his devotion and heartfelt lyrics, You're my sunshine, and I want you to know that my feelings are true. I really love you. Here is your tune number 12. Hot Wings. You Make Me Happy by Queen? No, band is correct, but the song title is incorrect. Ooh, you make me live. Oh, Steve. Maitlin. Queen, You're My Best Friend? That's it. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I flew that. All of y'all were like, what is it? It totally. You make me live. Maitlin, you're the champion today. Yeah. As you have been now three weeks in a row, you're one away from what is known as... A dynasty. Ooh. The quadfecta is yep. what they call it. Yeah. So next week's a big week for you. Oh. If you do it, you get a robe. <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah. There's a robe if you win four weeks in a row. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Embroidered and everything. A big deal. Yeah. It's got your name on it and the patch for the dynasty. It's pretty big. Amazing. One size fits all. They're all double X. Oh, cool. So that's good. You're going to be able to walk in it. You can take, go to a theater with someone shorter under you, <laughs> sit on their shoulders. Like, oh, I'm a grown huh. person. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, I'm here for the movie. One thousand yeah. dollars. One ticket, <laughs> For the record, Maitland has no problem getting into an R-rated film now. She doesn't need to be taller. 